0: Namaskar. This is a short video by Professor R. Vaidyanathan as he gives us his views on how the EU is going to implement some of the sanctions against Russia. For instance, there are about 500 plus planes that were leased by a company out of Ireland to Russia. These are airplanes that need to be confiscated back. They have to be brought back. What are the complications? How this is going to play out? What are the different nuances involved? And how this is going to be untangled is explained in this video. Please like, share and subscribe to our channel. And don't forget to click on the bell button. Thank you. Enjoy the program.
1: It's uh, very interesting to observe that this... uh war between Ukraine and uh, Russia and Ukraine has created a very, uh, you know, you know, new type of uh, complications and situations in this modern world. One of them is uh, how the European Union and uh, countries uh, pertaining to Europe are, uh, you know, uh, announcing decisions and uh, what you may loosely call shooting themselves in their feet. I will explain, most of the, uh, all the European Union has clearly told that uh, sanctions are imposed on Russia and all the European companies uh, uh, should adhere to the sanction. One of the important uh, uh, sanction is on the uh, aircraft being held by Russia. Russia has got uh, something of the order of roughly 980 commercial planes. And uh, of that, seven uh, and uh, in the modern times, everybody knows uh, planes are not purchased, planes are leased uh, on a basis. It can be operating lease or a financial lease. We will not get into all those uh, specific issues, but uh, 700 plus planes are leased by Russia, and uh, 500 are, uh, you know, regularly. Uh, rentals are being paid. Another thing, and one of the major leasing company is uh, uh, from uh, actually what you may loosely call the uh, Ireland AirCap Ireland. And these uh, leasing companies have to terminate the lease in order to meet the requirement of you and Russia and uh, many other almost all the countries are signatories to. What is known as a Cape Town Agreement on this issue, and basically, if the lease is terminated, then 500 plus aircrafts are on Russian soil, has to be taken over by the uh, leasing companies, lessors, they are called. And how will they take it? Because first of all, they require 520 crew uh, to bring from outside, and then uh, they cannot fly it out because uh, there is a ban on uh, Russian. Uh, non-russian aircraft it become non-russian aircraft uh, flying over the space that is uh, one type of an issue second is these leasing companies are in dire state they are expected to pay actually the uh you know what one can call the penalty and they cannot pay because uh they do not have uh, inflows coming from russia all these are expected to be done by march 28. most of you would have known russia has been removed from swift banking system, so they are not able to provide funds and then uh, uh, so the compensation cannot be provided to Russia. It's a very interesting situation. All these leased (laughs) aircrafts, Russia says uh, take it over, we don't care, but it cannot be done. So it's going to be a situation where large number of these uh, small leasing companies in Europe, not a very large one, large ones may be able to come out of the crisis are going to get hit and maybe close down and uh, even the Airbus will have significant amount of impact. The only major uh, beneficiary is going to be US and US uh, aircraft companies. This is not being uh, realized by a large number of uh, experts. So this uh, contemporary uh, world war creates a very interesting situation, particularly in terms of financial obligation in terms of uh, uh, sanctions imposed using financial uh, requirements and other things. Let's wait and see how they are going to, how these uh, 500 aircrafts are going to be lifted from the Russian soil, if at all, and uh, so this is uh, one of the very, you know, uh, interesting or what you may loosely call idiotic decisions uh, given by the European Union.